up, talking fight fans? Thanks for tuning in to today's special episode of Knuckle Up with yours truly, Mike Orr, and my special guest today, David Rajuli. You guys might recognize him from our show, a uh, show on our on our platform here called Ringside Talk with David Rajuli. But before before we get into this wonderful interview, I gotta remind all the viewers out there that today's episode is being brought to you by BetStamp app which is helping thousands of people win in sports betting for free. The same way travelers use Google Flights or Expedia to find the best prices, bettors can now use BetStamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sports book will determine how much you could possibly win, even when betting on the same outcome. Different sports books will offer different varying payouts, and these differences can be huge. Thankfully, BetStamp allows you to easily line shop, for the most profitable odds across all sports books, you can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player props, and even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances on winning long term. On average, bet stamp users win an extra thousand plus dollars yearly just by line shopping. You can find BetStamp app on the Apple iOS store, Google Play store, or through your browser at www.betstamp.app to access all these benefits. Sign up using promo code TALKINGFIGHT and start your journey to successful sports betting today. If you forget to use the code upon sign up, no need to worry, guys. You can always enter our code in your BetStamp account settings afterwards. So do me a favor. Go check it out. You know what it is, man. BetStamp.app forward slash Talk and fight, guys. Check it out. Got to get the sponsorship. Got to get that sponsorship uh, up there. You know what I'm saying? So yes, we got, there we got, go. Get your bed step, guys. Get your bed step. That's, that's right. That's right. So David, how's it going, man? Nice, uh, nice, oh. nice of you to come back. I know you're uh, coming off that big, uh, that big fight, and uh, we were talking to you just before it. So uh, how's everything going? Yeah, man. Uh, thanks for having me back here, Mike. Uh, everything's good. Good spirits. Uh, fight is good. Um, everything's good now. Uh, the doors have opened, opportunities Excellent. are flying in, and uh, yeah, man, yeah, man, what can I say? Um, back in the fighting game, I'm back next week. I'm, a, I'm back in France, eight oh. rounders, so uh, yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, I'm very good at I'm in high spirits, Excellent. going well, yeah, back in training, and uh, today was my rest day. But I'm very excited, brother. Excellent, excellent. So, uh, let's uh, let, let's talk a little bit about your uh, your your last fight. Uh, yeah. This one, this was April the first. No joke, guys. This one was April Fool's Day. Uh, <laughs> and, and our and our man David here coming through with the uh, majority decision there, uh, eight rounder. Uh, yeah, let's let's run through it and let's talk about it. Uh, it was a, it was a good fight. Uh, uh, a lot of people don't know. Uh, actually, me and DB, it was DB from the Netherlands. I was in the Netherlands uh, for four, about four months. Uh, I tried to move up there. I was boxing in a little gym. I uh, uh, forgot its name now. But anyway, we used to train together. He was my sparring partner. He's a fully fledged welterweight, always walking around at 672s, 70s, 69. Uh, even back then, I was uh, at a proper lightweight as I am now at 62, 61. And we used to spy eh? and uh, we used to push each other in that in the ring. So when I say push each other, sparring was always a war, you know. Uh, I still remember back then I was like the only African guy in the Netherlands in that little I was in Den Bosch, and he would come and it was 
I'm the African, at the time I was African uh, WBF, African champion, you know, and uh, you know how it goes, once you, you, you come up with the champ, you want to push him, you want you want to show him that you're actually better than him. So we actually had very good sparring back then, and I knew what I was up against right. uh, coming into this fight. Uh, I watched, we watched more of his videos. He is also an all-round all fighter. So he's one of those fighters that, I think I mentioned this the last time, that he fights for his family, he fights for food on the table, you know. He will go do a boxing fight. From a boxing fight, he will do next week an MMA fight, next week a K1 fight, just anything to get uh, food in, you know, uh, get yeah. those extra euros in, feed his family. So coming up against a fighter like that, you always know you're coming up against someone who's well-prepared, someone who knows the, the fight game, whether it be MMA, whether it be K1, whether it be boxing, they're always ready to fight. Hence, we never underestimated him. Uh, I never underestimate my opponents, but especially him because he's an all-round fighter. He's a fighter in, in heart, you know? Right. Uh, so the fight was good, you know, uh, we started off very good for those who watched, thank you very much. Um, it was a good fight. Uh, we started off nice and slowly, you know, uh, was still a little bit rusted, uh, worked off my jabs. Then I, I actually started to pick him off to see, okay, he is a little bit slower because he was bigger than me. I didn't actually carb a load as I used to in the past. I actually did it, we spoke about this, I did it slowly, just right. to have more of that speed, just put on an extra two, three kilos, you know, yeah. uh, especially up against the big fighters. You never want to cover load so much. You just want to uh, be in your training weight, I would like to say. So you right. still have your speed and your, your, your endurance and everything. So once in round two and three, I started to see that, you know, I'm picking him off the jab, with my distance, my head movement, just uh, my levels and his levels were a little bit different. And right. then uh, I started to play play a little bit, you know, uh, had a little bit of fun. There was a bit of uh, holding and stuff like this, but I do understand he was going through Ramadan. Uh, right. Yeah, he came into the fight going through Ramadan. <coughs> and you know, even the last time when we sparred, um, it was around Ramadan time, and you would come to training during Ramadan, and you would push and stuff like that. Hence, I say I never underestimated him because I knew right. I knew what he was coming with, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, uh, I picked him off. Uh, I started to have fun. Started because I've got a new coach now. You know, started to uh, practice what we've been really training in the gym, trying out new things, and. Uh, yeah, I got the win, and it was it was it was great. You know, um, the one judge who had it a draw. I don't yeah. know what fight he was watching. <laughs> yeah, I know. Watching YouTube or something. He was he was watching something else. Um, no, yeah. but you know what? With fights like that, like I was saying, I got interviewed the other day from a news uh, news uh, magazine from the UK. Yeah, and I was telling the guy, uh, Daniel, that uh, you know. The truth is, no matter who you are, you can be an elite fighter, top in the world, top 100, top 50. If you go, if you're an away fighter, 
you're really not just up against an opponent. You're up against the judges. You, you're on the back foot already, you know. Uh, you have to really, really, really do a lot to win, you know. And if you don't beat the favorite fighter, sometimes it ends up into a draw or something like that, right. you know. Right. And you would ask yourself, like, I see, I did so much. How did it come to a draw? You know, uh, even my fight last year, I did so much. I lost by split decision. I said, like, wow, that's crazy, you know. Uh, yeah. But this is the boxing game. This is what boxing is, you know. Uh, exactly. And it's it's nothing against him or away uh, the the favorite fighters. It's it's what home advantage. That's what they call it. So even when they called out the draw, I was like, okay. And then he heard the other scores. Then I was like, okay. The other two guys were watching what was happening and. You know, even when I was in there really boxing, I was looking at the judges because I was making sure that I'm making sure these punches are clean and they can see it. I don't want any any stories here. Right, right. Like that, you know? Well, you'll you'll be happy to know you'll be happy to know the fans. The fans scored it 77 to 75. Okay, nice, nice. So yeah. so so they, they they were on board with the other two judges. The, the yes, fans yes. watched. Uh, this is according to BoxRec. BoxRec has it. The fan base has scored it 77 to 75. So the fact that uh, the one judge scored it as a draw, he must have been checking his email or a yeah. message <laughs> or a swiping right swiping right on Tinder, you know. <laughs> yeah, he was probably like, you Rodriguez, you ain't winning this fight at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, you know, those are the challenges like we come up against as fighters, not just as myself, as as fighters, as 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 a fighter, as you go out there into the world, you know, you right. you prepare for these things. You prepare for these fights that, you know, it's not every day you're going to be able to fight in your back garden right. or in your backyard. You know, right. you get these fighters. Let's not get it wrong. There are fighters out there that are in the top ten, top five, that have never left their country. That right. are always very protected. They have their people. They they are groomed, we call it, you know, yeah. uh, to that stage, to the top. But they still do the work. They have to win the fight. They're still training and all. So you can't take that away from them. But they once they leave their comfort zone and go fight elsewhere, it becomes difficult for them, and they actually crumble. Some yeah. don't. They, they can't. They can't leave. You know. Uh, example like uh, Kevin Arena, for instance, when he fought in the UK, he's been groomed in South Africa so much that when he left South Africa, he tried, he couldn't. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's a whole different world. But, you know, uh, I find I find that you know, like a lot of different countries have different different styles of boxing, and yes. if, if you don't get exposed to that early in your career through amateurs. Um, eventually sometimes these fighters can fall through the you know fall to that that staleness of, of of being stuck by only fighting regional fighters because you yes. you just don't have the ability or the experience or the skill at at some point in your professional career to be able to fight on that european world level stage because you haven't you haven't experienced the other styles of fighting like you know japan's got their own style germany's style. got their own style you know, yes. Russia's got their own style. Yes. South Africa's got their own style. America's got their own style. And if you don't get to see these styles in your amateur career, because you know um, 
you haven't you just haven't had the financial ability or financial stability to be able to do it you hope that in your pro career you eventually early early in your pro career you get to experience those other styles because you know what it will come back to bite you in the ass later on it does yeah 100% 100% and so, the fact uh, and the fact that you travel like you travel like you just spent 4 months in the netherlands you know so yeah yeah uh, you do you find the Netherlands different from from South Africa when it comes to comes to the style of boxing and training? Yeah, like you know, I've been really blessed to be honest. Babe, to this journey that I've taken with with the boxing, uh, it's really been a blessing. It's been a hard one, you know, uh, just venturing into the world and just uh, trying this boxing so hard, not getting fights, but training in different gyms and with different styles and stuff like this. This is where I say, this is the, the blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. I've been blessed to see all these different styles, you know? And someone actually asked me about the whole Netherlands story. So you see in the Netherlands, the Netherlands isn't a boxing country. It's a right. kickboxing country, right. you know? So even though boxing events are very limited, you'll have one, two boxing events a year. Uh, their boxes are limited. Each weight group, you have like four or five boxes because it's not a boxing country. Right. So their boxing is a little bit behind because of such, you know. But you go to the Netherlands and go to kickboxing. Wow. Every single corner you turn, there's kickboxing, jump, kickboxing. It's huge kickboxing there, you know. They fill arenas with kickboxing, you know. Uh, it's, it's their thing. So... Uh, even me, when I went there, it was, I think, three years ago when I was training there, uh, they saw me, they saw a whole different style. They're like, oh, this African boy, he runs so much, all of this. It's the same as here in Germany. At my gyms here, I've been to two different gyms here in Germany, and they say the same thing. Like, I see you Africans. You've got so much endurance. You run so much. You, you come forward. You just go. And that's, you know, for us, that's how... That's our training. We have to run 10Ks. Today I was saying to the coach, coach, I'm taking a rest day with my arms, but I'm going to hit the 10Ks. Like, no, you don't have to. I'm like, if I don't, I feel I'm missing something, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's just not normal not to do that. You know what I mean? Um, so the styles are different. And it's, it's like they say, styles make fights. Right. Not just fights, styles make a fighter. You know, Definitely. and uh, uh, going back to this fight I had now uh, on the first of April, my I feel in the first, in the second round, third round, I was like, okay, you know, my style is so much better than this. I'm quicker. I can move on my feet. My head movement is stiff. He's just coming forward. He puts his head down. Let me play with him. You know, let me pick the punches and stuff. And it allowed me to do that. You know, I think right. if I was fighting uh, a more intelligent, uh, different uh, fighter, it wouldn't have gone. Then I have to be very sharp and stuff, you know. Um, right. It's like now I'm off to France next week. I'm fighting um, Jahad Bellamy. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's 17 and 1 with three uh, draws. Um, very good fighter. Ranked in the 120 in the world, uh, lost to uh, Gary Cullerly from the UK on Twitter. <coughs> yeah, uh, Gary, Gary Cully. Yes. So you know he's 
yes, 30 second knockout, but to get to that level, he worked his way to get to fighting, you know, and uh, it means um, it's going to step up my game. This is why I'm so excited. I'm going to be in front of a boxer. I'm going to be in front of someone that also we can't just run into each other. I can't just be wild. I need to be focused. I need to throw my jabs. I need to faint. I need to, we need to work together. We need, you know, I need to really, really box. And this is yeah. why I'm really excited. It feels like I'm leveling up, even just coming into the fight, you know. When we're working into the German stuff, it's like, I see, I've been dreaming of such fights, you know, because back home, you just know, okay, this guy's going to be tough. <coughs> head down, go forward and go. But now it's, now it's time to do a lot of ring IQ, control the middle, keep yeah. your distance, faint, do this, completely do different, that. Completely different style of fighting. Yes, yes, yes. Completely yes, different yes. style. Yes, uh, you know, Joe, Joe uh, Belniti, right? He's, yes, um, yes. Yeah, he fought, uh, he fought Gary, I think it was uh, two fights ago for Gary Cully. Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 I know that. I know the guy. I, I think you should. Uh, I think you should handle this guy. No problem. Yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a tough test. Definitely. You have to use that speed because he's he's a small lanky guy. You yes, know? yes. 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 Nice uh, and lanky. And you know the nice thing is those are my favorite guys. I love yeah. tall guys because I've got the head movement. My head movement's better than Canelo's. <laughs> <laughs> right I've got on. some good. When I've got some good punches coming my way, so right. um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. It's also, it's like I was actually saying to, I speak to a lot of the amateurs at, at the gym I'm at now, you know, just to uh, give them some uh, motivation. And I said to them, you know, for me, when I was a little kid in Soweto and in South Africa and stuff, I used to always look out there because I thought. Uh, the countries are up, you know, and I was like, <laughs> I'm like God, I want to go fight there. But I always believe that's where I belong. I belong out here in the world stage. You know, I belong yeah. out here fighting the world fighters. I belong in in MGM Grand. This is what I see, you know. Right. Uh, that's why I brand myself so much. I'm, I, I feel I belong there. And this kind of a fight, it's like, hey, bro, you've spoken about this. Now, you're here now with the big dogs. Yeah. Now you have to show that you really belong here. Yeah. You know? And uh, this is why I'm excited. It's, uh, it's, it's that kind of a fight to say, okay. And a lot of people will be watching. A lot of, True. you know? And I'm going to his uh, back garden, but if I pull up and upset them, it's 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 so great and so big for me, you know. It's such, it's such a pat on the back to go into a guy's home hometown home gym and give that and get that win. Like it's, yeah. it's it's a big thing. It's it's one thing to win on your home soil, but it's another it's thing another to go into another man's backyard and take his and take his dog. hundred percent, and that's how I felt coming back to uh, the fight on the first of April. I was everyone asked me how did it feel, and I was like, "There's no words that can explain this." Yeah. It's uh, you're away from home, you 10,000 kilometers away from home, home. Yeah. You know, I live in Germany now with my wife and my daughter and everyone, but uh, I'm away from home, home. And, you know, you get the win, which 
it's so difficult to get those, especially in the pro ranks and stuff. Yeah. And to come away with that, coming back for the second time to the same place yeah. to get that win, it's it's oh, it's it just shows you know hard work, hard right. work, hard work, determination, hard. And that's what I kept saying to myself on the road, running twelve o'clock at night is hard work. You can do this. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do this. It's hard work. It's all the years, all the years. Don't worry about the last fight. You're gonna go and show now. And right. that's why I feel right now for this one in France is, yes, we're here now. So I'm gonna go show them. I am gonna go hurt this guy. This is what I'm gonna go do. I'm gonna, he's gonna say, wow, why <laughs> did they, He's gonna. Why he's gonna say. He's gonna say. Oh shit, man! It's the dangerous darky. Darky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, funny you say that. Uh, I was running in the mountains the other day, and I was like, I heard your voice laughing, saying "dangerous darky." I love that. And then, uh, what do you call it? A voice came up to me in my head and said, "No, group. You actually you're going in there as the black sheep. You're gonna yeah. be the black sheep of boxing now." And I was like, it, it gave me goosebumps. And I was like, you know, I, I actually can be this black sheep of boxing where the promoters are like, you know, this looks like a step up fight for you. But actually, ooh, you're actually setting up your own fighter for failure. Failure, yes. And, you know, if I come into the game like that, I can get some very good fights. You know, uh, I can, at the same time, I can be looked away like uh, true true it's it's like, a, yeah, it's, a blessing, it's, it's a blessing and and and, and, and yes, yes. it's a blessing in disguise but can also be like the worst thing ever because you yes, know if you, yes. you get that reputation as like a road warrior the man who goes into your hometown and whoops your man's ass yeah, yeah. Then, you, then you end up getting shelved right and then it's like then it's like no 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 he's he's high risk but low reward so we won't have that fight that that can that can really shelf a fighter sometimes but if you if you play it right, if you play it right, it can be it can be great for you. It can be very great for me. It can, it can be it can, very prosperous, man. It can be it can yes. be lots of money coming your way because of things like that, right? Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. And to be honest, I believe I'm on that road. You know, uh, even after the fight, um, a lot of the phones just been going crazy, like Fight, from fights. out of nowhere. Yeah. But, uh, Fight offers here, left, right, and center, and uh, you know people are very interested. People want to see more. People want to know this and that, and it's like, okay, it's been quiet. I've done something right. Now I need to just keep doing yeah. right. I need to you just, just gotta, keep. You just gotta hard. keep. You gotta keep in in their minds, but like, you know, not not right in the front, but you always gotta you you gotta keep in the memory of these people. And yes. by putting it, it's by putting on good performances. It's yes, by, it's 100%. by, you know, it's it's by you going in and not just putting on a great performance, but not knocking the guy out in the first round. You know what I mean? Because no, that's no, also no. crap too. No, they want to see, they want to see that you're bringing the fight to the guy. They want to see yes. that the exchanges are good. They want to, they want to know that you're actually putting on a show. Because at the end of the day, the it's job of the promoter is to make money, right? The job of yes, the promoter yes. is to make money. He ain't gonna make money if his entire fight card ends up in like one first round knockouts. First two, yes. Yeah, but he's also not gonna make money if every fight on the damn card goes a distance and it's and it's crap, right? So, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. so definitely, you've you've done something right if the phone keeps ringing now. 
Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm excited. And I know next week we're bringing in, uh, I'm bringing in the heat. I'm bringing all the smoke. Uh, I always steal the show. Yeah. This one I'm stealing 100%. What's the, what's uh, the date for it? What's the date for this one? Uh, the 6th. It's uh, 6th of May. Okay, the 6th, eh? Because it, it, yeah. hasn't, it hasn't been listed as of yet on BoxRec. No, it hasn't been listed. I don't know why. Yeah, some, sometimes, honestly... BoxRec, sometimes they're a little slow at getting their updates in there. Usually they're really good. Usually, you know, 9 a.m. every day they, they get yeah. that stuff in there. But usually, uh, it hasn't been listed you know, as of yet. Even usually I would sign a contract, send it in. The next day, boom, my name is there. Or yeah. two days later, it's on. But uh, this one, I don't know. Uh, contracts have been signed. Everything is done. Uh it's just time now. I'm even. Yeah. Uh, I'm going down back to 135, which uh, I feel very confident about. Um, I've been in the super lightweight for three right. uh, three years since I moved to Germany. Right. So I've been picking up strength at this weight, super lightweight. Uh, going down back to lightweight. I think I'll be a little bit strong now. How much? Um, how many pounds do you have to cut? You know, I'm a very like. I don't know if it's a disciplined fighter or maybe I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> but I'm not these oats that after the fight, I don't pick up 10 kilos or okay. 15 kilos. I don't walk around in 70s and stuff like that. I, my coaches always say I should go back. I started off as a uh, 55. Okay. okay. And then I fought featherweight, junior feather. I fought a little bit for a while. And then I went up to lightweight. Everyone says to me, all the coaches recommend I go down to back to junior lightweight because it's a weight I could make, you know? Right. 12 week training camp, junior lightweight, I could make very easy, right. you know? Um, is, that so where right you're now, most, like, is that where you feel you're most comfortable as well? Uh, my most comfortable will be at lightweight. Okay. Yes. When I say my most comfortable is I make the weight. Right now, I, as I speak to you, I'm sitting at around 63, 63.5, 60, 63, 63.5. It's my rest day even. I go train or go run or something like that. It just comes off. I've been drinking water all day and all. Right. So I can make lightweight easy. Super lightweight now is not that I want to be lazy. It's just, I like to challenge myself with the bigger guys. Right. I like fighting bigger guys, you know? And I know these guys weigh in at 62, uh, 63.5, and they walk around at 72, 75, and stuff like that, 70, you know? So they carve a load. I don't carve a load so much. I feel I've got a more of an advantage like that. And I really just like mixing it up with bigger guys. Since I was a little kid in the streets and stuff like that, right. I always like mixing up with the big guys, you know? So that's, that's, how, you, that's I, how you earn that respect, right? Take on that, the big guy. Take on the big guy. That's how you earn the respect. Yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, my friends always said I was punchy. I don't know. <laughs> I just like it. So... Even now, going back to lightweight, I feel very confident to say, okay, I've been sparring big guys. Uh, I've been in there with some big guys. Even the last two fights I've had have, have been with 
uh, fully fledged super welterweight, and these guys have been coming hard, and I've clipped them, man. I've right. really caught these guys where they've they've rocked. I've rocked some big guys. So I want to actually see what I can do in my weight division. You know, uh, now less power, more speed, obviously, and speed creates the power. So yeah. this is why I'm excited for next week. You know, to see. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna cover load a little bit just to my training weight right. and see what he comes in at and feel his power, give him my power. And I know he's a lightweight. His whole career, he's been a lightweight. Yeah. So uh, I've been up, I've fought bigger guys than him. Right. I've clocked bigger guys than him. Like when I say clock, they felt my power. I've yeah. seen I can rock them. Yeah. So I want to see what can happen when I come back to the lightweight division. If I catch him nicely, if we exchange, can he take my pressure? You know, the big guys suffer. They do in the later rounds come down and feel my pressure. They feel it. You know, can he sustain this? Can he sustain my endurance? You know, uh, and I'm feeling I'm feeling very good about this. So um, I'm very excited. Very, very, very excited. Uh, this, this will be a good one. Yeah, I think the really dangerous donkey is back. Eh? The dangerous donkey is back. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be nice. It'll be nice to yeah. uh, you know to, to go uh, to go over to France there and uh, and pick off the number three lightweight in their in their division. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if you can do it there, at the end of the day, it's like this. It's a ladder. This yeah. whole game, it's not a game. This whole sport is a ladder. You have to to be the best. You have to go out there and you have to fight the best. You have to go there, fight number two, go there, fight number five, go there, fight, you know. Uh, who knows, after this fight, I might have to fight number 200 again, go back. But this is what it is. And this exactly. is how we, they, we climb this ladder, you know. Uh, I don't have the best promoters. I don't have people out there looking for fights for me. So I have to go the route that... God gives me, you know, and I'm ready. I'm a fighter. This is what right. I do. So if it means going to France, I'll go to France. Going to Russia, I'll go to Russia. Go to the States, I'll go to the States. Go Mexico, I'll go. It's, I have to do this. At the end of the, if I want to be the best and say, I'm, I'm, and you know what? If I win all these fights, I can actually look back and say, man, you, phew, you're the best, bro. You went through everywhere like a Brian Mitchell. Right. You know, uh, uh, a road warrior. He's yeah. out there just uh, going, 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 winning, winning, winning. And uh, you win some, you lose some, but just going out there, like you said, in another man's backyard, putting on a good show, pushing him back, giving yeah. your best. You know, it's um, there's nothing like it. No, there's really no, nothing like it at all. Take yeah. go, going into another man's backyard and taking his food. Woo! <laughs> that's, that's, that's a feeling. That's a feeling that's that's hard to shake. You know, it's yes, it's, it's yes, a good yes. one. So, so it's, what's it? What's it's so we got this fight coming up on the sixth. You're ready. We're taking on this man. He lost to Gary Cully. I know. I know. I know. You're gonna bring it to him. I know he's gonna feel your smoke. Um, you know what? You, you do. You do got heavier hands than this kid does. That's for sure. You know, 
And uh, I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to see this one. Are we doing another? Uh, are we doing another live stream event like we did for the last one? Actually, I've been asked this the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't know. Eh? We'll see. Go we'll see. You soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for pay per view, but uh, we will see. We will see because the thing is now I'm just traveling with me, my my coach, cut the uh, corner man. Yeah. Me coaching the corner man. We don't have much of the support and people to help us with cameras and stuff. Right. So we will see. I would love to bring it to the fans. I've heard this the whole week. Can we see a fight? Can we see a fight? Please, please, please. Uh, make videos, this, this, this. So that also makes me excited, meaning there's such an interest all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. Uh, from the first fight we went to, we streamed with um, Talking Fight. To the next one, yeah. you know, uh, the fan base is growing. Yeah, people want to see more, and uh, even it motivates me. Like, even I was in the gym the other day, and I was like, you know, Dave, if you're gonna go this route of pay per views and stuff, now people are watching. Now the world is watching. Now you have to step up, bro. You have yeah. to. And just telling that to myself, you feel yourself stepping up. You feel yourself doing things differently, you know. Yeah. Um, I even pray every day not to have a big head, to stay humble as much as possible, you know, because these kind of things can sidetrack you, you know, uh, uh, can get you. Uh, I've never really done this for fortune and fame and stuff like this, but all of this can, can really it can get to your mind and stuff like that. So this is one thing I also I pray about, just to stay focused, to stay on what the real goal is, you know, not to be this uh, pay-per-view star. Or, it would be nice. For me, those are rewards. It's right. like winning titles, you know. Those are rewards. You put in the hard work. You put in everything. Uh, train hard. Put in the hard work. Fight hard. Win the fight. You'll lose some fights. Keep going, keep going. Hey, you'll get your title fight. You'll win a title. But those are the rewards you put in to the sport yeah. of boxing. So even with this whole pay-per-view and people wanting to stream and stuff, it's, I feel like it's rewards of all the work you put in over the years. All, you know, never giving up. Always being determined, pursuing, never giving up. Definitely never giving up. And this is all just that. It's showing, you see, you never gave up, this can happen. You know, uh, you never gave up. Look, the world is now watching, you know. Uh, Talking Fight sent me the, the the numbers of our last show. It was good. I was like, I had a, I had a tears. I was yeah. like, ah, the yeah. world is watching, you know. Like, yeah. uh, it's, 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 and the funny thing is when I got to Germany, for three years I never boxed. And I was like, I'm done with this. I can't. I've got a baby now. I've got a wife. I'm yeah. done. And it, it just kept me going. And I was like, you cannot quit. You have to keep going. And I kept going. And I'm like, wow, look, the world is now watching. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. It's rewards. You, you definitely, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's, just, it's just rewards. It's, uh, and that's why I'll keep going. I'll train harder. And... Uh, Keep yeah, training harder. I'm gonna fight harder, smarter, more, better, you know, and see what rewards come out there, you know. Definitely. So this next one is a pay-per-view, correct? 
no, 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 not, not yet, not yet. Not yet. Soon, soon enough, soon enough, soon enough. This will be good, man. So what's the, so what's the plan? What's the plan for after this? You're gonna take a rest after this one, or are you looking to get back in there right away? Uh, you know, you asked me this. I'm already getting call offers. We've got another fight offer. Uh, we've got a WPF title offer. Uh, we've got a fight offer. Yeah, it's it's even uh, I've got fight offers today too. And I was like, I even phoned the coach. I said, Coach, I was actually wanted to take a break <laughs> because it's actually. I don't know how good it is to fight eight rounds or every four weeks. It's you can deteriorate, you know. You can. Yeah, you uh, can. You can. You, at the end of the day, after three months, you're not fighting as good as you, you should because you're not giving yourself rest and stuff. Right. You know. You need a certain time of rest after it. As long yeah. if you don't if you don't get it, you're just doing damage. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent, and. Uh, so we will see, eh? to be really, really honest, we will see about this. Uh, we're waiting for a nice fight offer. Um, speaking to some people, uh, can't say much at the moment, right. but uh, we'll see what their offer is uh, for the end of May. We'll see if we'll take that fight. If not, there is, as I said, we have been speaking this morning about uh, a WPF as I said, I want, I've always wanted to be a three-division champion, and I might get this opportunity. At the moment, though, is to focus on beating Mr. Gerard. Yeah. That is my focus. Uh, everything else is is one side. Yeah. I even said to the coach, you know, with all of this is the thing. And uh, this happened to me in South Africa as well. Once you start winning, you become a champion, and you, you want to focus on one thing, but a million other things start coming in. Sponsorships, right. this, that, that, that. And it actually sidetracks you. So if you had to ask me, and we had to speak, let's say a month ago, yeah. well, no, two months ago, without all of this, I would be just speaking about one fight. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I wouldn't have all of these other things. You know, I'd be just focusing on this. And this is, this is what I feel is a test also in this boxing, it's also just staying focused. Stay focused on this one thing. Focus on this one thing, the one fight, going to France, go beat this guy, go give them one hell of a show, and the next day, we look at what we're doing, you know? Uh, we look at the next step and stuff like this, you know? I think I, I was even saying before the April 1st fight, I thought, this is my last fight. Actually, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go in there, fight, and we don't know. And then, boom, the next two days later, you get a phone call from a promoter. Hey, we saw you fight, we yep. want you in France. You know what I'm saying? Then you're like, whoa, is this for real? You know? <laughs> so, that's it. Um, that's focus great. on enjoy on your art right now. Go hard, fly the South African flag hard. That's it. Go in there take my whole life actually into France. Everything I've worked on, everything I've learned, all the styles and put it in there and make a statement because these right. are the kind of fights exactly. that get you recognized. Exactly. You say, okay, there's a fighter like this in the country or in the world. 
there's a guy like this there's a guy climbing the ranks you exactly. know uh, and yeah hopefully i don't scare anybody away to say shit. scare anybody i think what it is is <clears throat> is you'll you'll you put on notice that there's some good competition out there yeah, 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 yeah. definitely 100 100 you know you know trust me we'll be keeping our fingers crossed that phone just rings 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 after this one yeah yeah 100 percent. like as i say i'm excited there's already something maybe for the end of may uh even those kind of fights are though it gets harder 100 it doesn't get easier it always gets it gets harder and harder because why you're fighting better and better and better but at the end of the day you as a fighter are getting better and better yes and better because your opponents are good it brings out the best of you and you're like okay then you get better and better you know at the, when you're fighting the top 10 you belong in the top 10. exactly that's what i believe if you're fighting a top 10 fighter that's where you belong you belong in the top 10 fighters you beat the top 10 that's where you belong you fight in top five you belong in the top five you know yeah it doesn't just happen where you fight in top five and you ranked 1000 fighting top five fighter or something exactly that doesn't happen you don't belong there no man no no when, if you get in that ring and you take out a top 10 fighter then you take his spot man that's how it should be yes 100 percent. but you belong that moment yeah, you, you belong, belong in the, you belong in that group of the of the upper echelon yes 100 percent uh, unless you Jake Paul or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, then then you don't belong anywhere on that list because you bought everything that you have and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh yeah honestly I'm David I'm looking forward man. to the next fight man I can't wait to yes, see you get back in there really really looking forward to the next fight and uh yeah uh it's it's an exciting journey you know and uh i'm so happy talking fights and you guys are all part of it yeah man know? yeah and, uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely be cheering you on for sure um i can't wait to see this one it should be good um yeah, yeah. yeah man we're gonna i'm gonna get i'm gonna get you back in here after this fight and we'll talk about this win that uh that you're gonna come through with <laughs> lovely i love that I love yeah that. man he's for speaking, sure he's speaking the positivity positive uh words here i love it i love yeah, it man. yeah 100 we'll definitely do that again definitely excellent definitely. excellent i can't wait well then you know what i'm gonna put that in the calendar for all the fans out there listen after the sixth watch out for the next interview with david rizuli host of ringside talk on the talk and fight channel south african champ here this man this man the dangerous darky will be coming back to talk to us after his big win in France as he as he goes in there to the man's backyard and takes his own food. What? This is what we do. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, David, I'm not gonna keep you too much longer, brother. No um, problem, I know, brother. I know it's probably late over there. Um yeah, what time, man, what time is it right I now? I wanted to ask you something, bro. Yeah, uh, ask me, ask me. You watched the fights on the weekend. Tell yeah, something about it. What did you think of that, right? Um, with David, with Davis, I called it. I called it. I knew yeah. it was going sixth, seventh round. He was out. Yeah. He was done. Um, you know what it was? Once, 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 once Garcia's left hook was taken away from him, it really showed that uh, his skills, his skill set, is not on the same level. On the as, same level, yeah. Hundred percent. Still young. 100%. He's still young. You know, you, you got to think of this. Like 
even though they could be, you know, they're roughly around the same age kind of thing. The thing is, is that Davis, Davis has already been a 10 year professional. Right? He, he started young. He's been in this game 10 years. And he got David as a three division world champion. Your last, your last 10 fights have been against number one contenders. Bad men that are trying to take that belt from you. So the competition that he's faced over the last couple of years is far superior to the people that Ryan Garcia has been knocking out. So 100%, 100 right? a, a lot of people, it's the same thing I said when uh, Roly Romero, when everybody said Roland Romero was going to take Davis's zero and this same shit happened. What happened? Davis's defense, you know what? His great counter punching. He slipped out on that inside, caught him with that hook. And that was it. The guy went to bed. Same thing here, man. You know, Davis using that evasiveness, that elusiveness that he has, you know, you can really see the Mayweather in him this, these years. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, 100%. Can... You can see. The thing is, the funny thing you said that is, I was explaining to my wife the other day, is, you know, this Davis, I've watched him from the beginning when he started All Access. Right. And I still remember, I think, when Mayweather bought him out, he couldn't speak English, really. He couldn't yeah. really speak. And people used to mock him and stuff like this. And I think he went to talking school or whatever, and then he started speaking. Yeah. But how Mayweather actually groomed him. Yeah. Even even this whole thing that they're in beef, I don't believe none of that. They're working together. Mayweather groomed him to this to that moment yeah. when he became the face of boxing. You know? And you see it. You see it. You see how even the way he speaks now, the way he carries himself and everything throughout the fights. And they were saying he's choosing his uh, his fights. Davis is choosing his fight. Yes, they're grooming him. Yeah. They're getting him ready to become a five-time champion. Yeah. This is what these guys do. They take him from a young age, groom them all the way to the top. You know, uh, I think with, with Ryan, uh, if he had Oscar de la Hoya groom him, from the beginning, it would have been a different fight. Different story. Different story. Yeah, it would have been a different story. But you know, Garcia, Garcia also had a quite a quite a long layoff too, right? Like he was he he was inactive. Yes, for he had while. mental health and all of that. Yes, yes. Right. Yes. So like you know that that takes a toll on you too. Uh, you could see. You know what? You could see. Like everybody says, oh well, Garcia. You know, Garcia's got power in that hook. And listen, Davis hits like like Wilder. Yes. You know, when you talk about when you talk about fighters today that are relevant in boxing who have that one punch knockout power, it's it's a list of you know lightweights and up, you know, lightweights, cruiserweights, heavyweights, except for when you hear one name in that same list that gets talked about with all of them, and that's Tank Davis. Yes, yes. Right? And we're talking, we're talking at 130, 135, yes. 140. Yes. This this guy can knock people out with people one out. punch. Yes, percent and there's not too many. There's not too many of these little guys that get mentioned in those. And he can take. And, and he can, can take. take. And yeah, can take. That's the thing. And he can take. Like he's, uh, you know, there's a one fight I would still like to see him the rematch with uh, uh, Ruiz. The if he has to rematch that kid, I think. Yeah. But even that fight, he that kid came, man. Eh? Yeah. That's what I was saying with the. Uh, with the black sheep that can come in and they see him and you'll never see him again. <laughs> right. 
Because right. he's too dangerous for the division. Yeah, right. Seriously. Right. They'll they, keep him on the side. They, they'll definitely keep him on the sides. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hector Luis. Yeah, Hector Luis Garcia, yeah. Honestly, Roly Romero, you know what I mean? Like, he's fought Roly Romero, Isaac the Pitbull Cruz, Mario Barney. Yes, Isaac Cruz. That's who I'm talking about. That yeah, that, kid, that, kid's, that kid's a Pitbull, man. Yeah, pit but, bull. you know, that kid, what he showed with Davis, he took Davis 12 rounds. Yeah. And after that, they don't want to put him in the fights with the big guys. No. They don't. They don't want not. They don't want to smoke. They don't want to. No, do no, because he's one of those guys. He he's he's got that. His he's got that super intensity. You know what I mean? He's he got is. that intensity. He's got his head down. He comes forward. Like Madonna. Yeah, he just head down, come forward all the time. Go 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 go. He's got yeah. no. He's got no reverse. He only he comes. Madonna. Forward. He's like yeah. that. He's uh, he, and he, even for Tank, that was a dangerous fight for him. Yeah, that's why. I think they shy away. They don't even think of the rematch or anything like that. No, they, they won't because it was too close. Like it was way yes. too close. It was the score. It was scored one fifteen, one thirteen, one fifteen, one thirteen, and one sixteen, one twelve. So it was too close. Too close for comfort. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. But you see, after he fought Davis, it's hard for him to get any fights now. Yeah, because he's there at the top guys, but none of those top guys actually want to say, "Hey, come, I'll fight you." Uh, because they know this is a danger, man. Yeah. You know, it's uh yeah. He has he hasn't fought this year at all. His last yeah. fight, his last fight was in September when he took on uh, Eduardo Ramirez, and that one that one went only two rounds, and uh, it ended in a knockout. And Ramirez yeah. was down twice in round two. So yeah. So no one wants to take him. No, he's he's, he's now currently. I guess I guess he's currently the WBC Silver Light champion. Because uh, that that belt was on the line there against Ramirez, yes. so. But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't, year, man. he hasn't fought this year, so we definitely will see. We will. What do you to, make yeah. of the Haney Lomachenko fight? We'll see, we'll see, right? I think Lomachenko take it. Honestly, Haney will take it back from him. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think, uh, I think we're gonna see. I mean, I think we're gonna see more than one, more than one fight there. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is what I think is. That's why I say I think Lemachenko take it the first time. Yeah. And then Haney will come back, uh, see, take it again. Lemachenko's career was short. Was the whole Ukraine war thing kind yeah. of put him back, and just the whole thing of the whole Ukraine thing. Putting him back, I think that also gives him so much fire to say, you know, I, I am still here, I'm Lemachenko, you know, and this yeah. is what's going to win him the fight. I, I think so too. I think so too. You know, I think I think it might be a, it might be a big upset, and you know, Haney will just get that, um, you know, he'll get that wake up that he needs. Yes, he'll yes. definitely get a wake up in that fight. And and you know like listen, you're not coming in here. You're not beating up on an old man. That's not what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. No, right? no, no, no. Age is not even. I don't think they're even thinking age. No, no. But I, I, you know, there, there's always those people that'll think that. But listen, this is not a this is not an old pup versus young pup kind of thing. Like Lomachenko and still has people, it. Uh, don't don't they know what age means experience? So the yeah. older you are in the boxing ring, the more experienced you are, meaning IQ and everything, you know. Uh, a veteran is actually 
to fight a veteran is actually very dangerous. Very. Because uh, they're more skilled. They know more how to use the ring, how to do this. They know more tricks than the young bloods, you know? Yeah. So if they have to throw in the whole age thing, then actually Nabochenko is the favorite because he's a veteran. He's more experienced. He's got more ring IQ, more amateur fights, more this, more that. So yeah. to throw in the age, then he's the, he's the favorite. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got to, tw- you know, 24, 24 versus 35, right? I believe, I believe between That's 30. Like my fights, no. I, I believe, I believe between 30 and 35 is really a man's prime in the fight game. Yes, right? 100%. And yeah. then when you hit 35, it starts going down. It's not that it goes down, it just takes longer to recoup from the fight. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. <laughs> But you feel the aches and pains. And yeah, yeah. Simple. You know, I, I feel the I, I felt the aches and pains just standing up to come over to the computer and do this interview. <laughs> <laughs> my, my ankles were snap crackling and popping, man. Jeez, <laughs> I couldn't ma- I couldn't imagine after twelve rounds, man. I probably wouldn't be able to walk right now. I'm so old. <laughs> oh, that's funny, brother. Yeah, that's man. funny. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to that fight as well. But I really think Lomachenko will take it. And uh, yeah, there's some good fights coming up. Eh? Even yeah, next week, Canelo and Smith. Um, we all know that that's uh, quite a... Yeah, that's, uh, that's a really good. Stepping stone fight. Uh, but hey, you never know. Eh? The Smith can... Uh, it is Smith, eh? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the uh, Boatsy and Stepin fight. Which one? Boatsy. Boatsy Stepin, yeah. When I'm, is uh, this? Uh, this one, this one's taking place on the six as well. You'll be busy okay. fighting. You'll you'll yeah. be busy fighting. So Josh Boatsy, this kid, um, sixteen and 0, 13 knockouts. Um, you know he's he's one of these kids you just gotta look out for. Uh, wow. Nice record. Big 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 knockout power. You know, and he just he's just got it, man. He's uh, wow. he's, he's definitely got it. He makes he's been making a name for himself, that's for sure. And he's taking on uh he's taking on Stepin. This one should be this one's this one's gonna gear up to be real nice, man. Um Powell Stepin is 18 and 0 with one draw with 12 KOs. And uh, you know, this headline bout, it's looking to end his Polish rival's undefeated record in an empathetic fashion as he kicks off the conquest for the world title. So and then uh Ben Whitaker, can't wait to see this kid, the uh, you know, the Ignat uh, Igna- Agnomatic 2020 Olympic silver medalist. So I can't wait to see these guys in action. It's a big card. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice, amazing boxing up next week. Okay? Yeah, man. Actually, the boxing boxing next week. Actually uh, you know, like the next, the next little while, man, because you know we got the Canelo Ryder card, we got the Zero and Burton card, we got yes. Kim Claval and Reyes card. Well, there's, there's some, there's some great, great, uh, great cards coming up in the next little while. Also, you, you know, in May, we also got uh, Taylor versus Cameron coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Terry Harper and Cecile uh, Baracus is coming up. This one, this is wow. all the same day as the Lomachenko and Haney. So they definitely got they definitely got their work cut out for the men because lately these women, these women out here have been putting on a putting show. on shows. <laughs> yeah, man. They've been putting on some shows. And I'll tell you, with, uh, with a few of these women cards coming up, man, 
Yeah, it's uh, your, some good fights, some interview. good fights, some good fights. Some Definitely. Good fights. Yeah, the woman, it's actually quite exciting. Uh, some of the fights are actually better than the guy fights, too. Yeah, honestly. man. Yo, and they, <laughs> they got more heart. Some of them yeah, have more yeah, heart. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> like, they, like, they fight. They yeah, fight. Yeah. And they don't turn it down. They don't say yeah. no, right? Yes. Yes, they're they're in they're in there, man, and they're, and they're ready to they're ready to bring it, and you know, and and come on, it makes it makes for a nice way in, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Imagine we should step up the way in the guys. Yeah, man, the guys <laughs> the guys should start coming out in friggin' banana hammock. Speedos, or speedos or something. Yeah, man, nice little speedo banana hammock. Maybe, maybe, maybe a banana hammock with a G string, give a little turnaround, show off that ass and shit. <laughs> that's pay per view buys one on one there. Yeah, man. That's pay per view buys for sure. Well, on, on that note, on that note, we're coming up to the hour here. Always, always a great pleasure talking to you, David. Yeah, you too, Michael. It's good, man. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you very much for the interview and your time. Thank you yeah, to man. the fans. Thank you to Talking Fight. And thank you to everybody for supporting me and uh, pushing through my journey. And uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, next time, like uh, Mike yep. said, for another interview. For sure. Uh, I'll tell you how things go in France. Yeah. Another win. And uh, yeah, like Mike said, the dangerous dog is back. That's we're right. Here. We're working and um, we're here to make a statement. Yeah, man. Well, talking fight fans. You heard it here live from the mouth of the man, David Rajuli, the dangerous darky back in the studio with me. He will be fighting, guys, May the 6th. So make sure you uh, keep your ear to the ground. You're definitely not going to want to miss this and you want to hear the outcome. So definitely come back for the interview and join us. And we will uh, we'll, we'll definitely break down this fight. We'll bring some we'll bring some fight footage for the next one. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah, bring some fight yeah, footage. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll break it down, show some analyzing of uh, of Dangerous Darky whooping this kid's ass. Lovely. <laughs> okay, well, guys, thank you very you know, much, Mike. That's thank it, man. Guys. Yes, definitely. To all the Taco Fight fans, thanks for tuning in to today's special episode of Knuckle Up with yours truly, Mike Orr, and my special guest and the host of Ringside Talk, David Rajuli. We will see you next time. Same channel, new topics. You know what it is, man. Peace.